Welcome to the newest installment of The Voice Speaks. I am Olufemi Nathan Oshako, Executive Director of Eternal Crown Ministries and host of this podcast. We are still studying the life of David and we're in 2 Samuel chapter 14. Today's lesson will be over verses 1 through 24 if you want to read through those to get some historical information get some background on what we're discussing and it's the matters of the heart now I have to say as a disclaimer I am in full preparation mode for the commission concert this weekend at the fabulous fox in midtown st louis commissions the very best group ever in the world hands down in my opinion of course everyone has an opinion uh, but that's yeah my very favorite group of all time and fred hammond who was one of the founding members of commission sings a lot of stuff from David, whether it be Psalms or other things that he's written. Um, so it just kind of ties in. But anyway, Matters of the Heart was the last album that Fred was a part of, dropped in 94. And we're dealing now with David and his heart and the things that are taking place because of his heart and being led by his heart versus using the wisdom that God has given him to rule. So in this chapter, David's heart is down because his son Absalom, who he loved, loved him some Absalom. He's been exiled now for two years, which is the same time frame that Absalom waited until he took his revenge on his brother Amnon for raping his sister Tamar. But, you know, again, he was exiled and he did that on his own after killing Amnon. He uh, ran off and understandably so. He didn't want to die. Had he come home, he very well may have been put to death and should have been put to death as Amnon should have been put to death for raping Tamar. There should have been some kind of punishment that was doled out to both of them. So being in self-imposed exile was his punishment at that time. But David wanted his son around. His heart longed for his son. And Joab, who was one of the generals of David's army and David's nephew, got involved he saw what was going on I was like hey look let me see what I can do I know you really want your son around but you can't just come out and say alright Amnon I mean uh, Absalom come on home I know what you did was wrong but come on home so let me see what I can do to get the ball rolling got a woman to come and give this elaborate story about sons killing her sons killing uh, one another and 
the family trying to take out the other son for killing him to avenge the blood and all this stuff. And David gave a pardon to the uh, lady's son. And then she flipped the script and was like, well, well, you pardon my son. Can't you pardon your son? And David, again, because his heart was tender towards Absalom, he listened and he started kind of mulling it over in his mind. And he should not have. Again, Absalom was in a self-imposed exile because he did wrong. He did wrong for a good reason. You know, he was like, I'm killing you, Amnon, because daddy hadn't dealt with you and you need to be dealt with. But the ends don't justify the means. Romans 12, 19 says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. It wasn't up to Absalom to take vengeance. It should have been handled by David. David didn't handle it, but it wasn't Absalom's duty to do it. So he should have been exiled. Instead, or I should not say instead, but after the ruse, the elaborate ruse that was put on, David said to the lady, he was like, wait a minute. Absalom, I mean, not Absalom, Joab put you up to this, didn't he? She's like, yeah, he put the words in my mouth and he told me everything to say that I'm saying to you, which is important. As a matter of fact, in verse 17 of that chapter, I'll read it for you. It says, then thine handmaid said, the word of the Lord, the king shall now be comfortable for as an angel of God. So is my Lord, the king to discern good and bad. Therefore, the Lord, thy God will be with thee. So she, she was like, look, you're smart. God is with you and you know, right from wrong, which is the reason why he allowed Absalom to stay in exile because he knew that at the very least he needed to be exiled if he wasn't going to put him to death he needs not to be back in the kingdom like everything is good because he did wrong David for once is taking a stance regarding his children and trying to do what's right he should have done right by Tamar by handling Amnon and he didn't he should have done right by Amnon by handling Absalom and he didn't but he was like okay at least he's exiled but he indulged the lady start making small concessions he listened to the lady knowing that this was Joab's doing then he thought about some other things he could do he said okay well we'll I'll let Absalom come back but he can only stay in his house he can't see my face you know, so making these small concessions, little bit by little bit, um, as we will see throughout the scriptures, as we continue to study David's life, that these little concessions will come back to haunt him in a major, major way. He was all in his feelings. He was all in his feelings. He let his heart get in the way of making the proper judgment and kept allowing 
little things to happen. It kind of goes back to the whole chain reaction deal of not being in the right place at the right time and seeing Bathsheba and falling with her and then trying to set up Uriah and, and so forth and so on. We see this continues to happen in his life. It's a pattern doing one little thing and that one little thing leading to a whole bunch of other stuff and that's how it is with us in life no one just says okay yep I'm getting ready to go and do this major crazy thing you know like I don't know just whatever you can think of as being a a sin and being way out there generally you don't wake up and say you know what this is what I'm gonna do no there are small things that are done I specifically when I think of people who have moved up to or have uh, murdered others it's small things you know first they started off playing with you know little stuff and maybe they're taking all the heads off of dolls then you know they you know start killing squirrels and then cats and then dogs and it just escalates until they get to killing human beings and it's the same thing with us if we keep playing with keep making small concessions to that which we know is not right it'll add up to a great big problem in the end some key points to take away from today's lesson evil for good sake is no good at all It's never right to do the wrong thing, regardless of your desires and and your motives. It's not right. Is it understandable? Yeah, it can be. At times, I think of the scripture that deals with the person who steals because they're hungry. Should they be stealing? No. But you can understand them stealing because they're hungry. But yet, they need to make restitution for what they've done. Evil, for good's sake, is no good. Be mindful of the small concessions that you make. You look up one day, you can be much further down the road than you ever expected to be because of continuing to take small steps. Feelings will cause you to make poor decisions. Do what you know is right, not what you feel is right. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 26 in the Amplified Version says, He who trusts confidently in his own heart is a bracketed, dull, thick-headed fool. The New Living Translation says insight instead of the word heart. So he who trusts confidently in his own insight is a dull thick-headed fool but he who walks skillfully and godly or should say walks in skillful and godly wisdom will be rescued you follow your heart you're a fool you walk in the wisdom of god and you'll be rescued Your heart is the seat of your appetites, your emotions, your passions, your courage, 
that's what the word heart means in this scripture. And that same word heart is used in Jeremiah chapter 17, verse nine, where it says the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? Jeremiah makes it real clear. Your heart is the most treacherous, deceitful thing out there. And there's no cure for the heart. No cure at all. And you can't understand it. So don't trust your heart. Trust God. Selah, pause and think about this. I pray that this was beneficial to you. If it was, ask that you subscribe and tell a friend about the podcast. And tell a friend and tell a friend. Next week, we will be continuing in chapter 14, uh, looking at some of the, the outcomes, the fruit of David's concessions to let Absalom in. Or let Absalom back, I should say. Until then, God bless and keep it together.